the word police come today to air a grievance? <laughs> Yes, the word police are going to make an appearance with even, you know, a new sound, some other sensory. Yes, a new sound added in. I didn't want to give it away, but yes, yes, yes. Because, you know, with the this season, the holiday season's coming, we've been talking about everything that's coming at us and, you know, work-life balance. And we're hoping to give you a new way to consider that, right? And navigate it. Because is this... Is that something that really even exists? I mean, that's that's what we're going to get into today. Dr. Johnston is passionate about it, so you should take a listen. Yes. Enjoy. We're here. Happy October. October. Can you believe it's already October? I mean, favorite this year is gone. It's my favorite month. What's your favorite month? Favorite month. Why? What? What is it? What is it that draws well, you? Well, from the East Coast. So October? October holds the fall and leaves, and then I love football. And October holds both baseball and football. So it's a good month. Ooh, and it's cooler and you know in Southern much, California. Yeah, there the you go. You got a lot going on. Nice. Nice. But it also brings up, you know, there's there's a lot of um touch. I think it goes lightning fast. It is. It is. I I I love the Burr months. I think that's yeah, it goes fast. There's a lot of there's a lot going on in your personal life. When we started talking about this, we started talking about, you know, how you navigate all that, wellness, self-care, and then, those kinds of things. Because you are who you are, you came in as you have a grievance as the word police? Yes, please. You ready? Yes. Please, please, yes. Hit it. That's you. Here they come. <laughs> We're rolling in. The word police. I'm <laughs> I am here. I am here to tell you I do not like this term, work-life balance. I I think you need to bring in the okay. siren again, but we don't have to. I'll be some editing. Your bagpipe police sounds. Okay. Here we come, roll it in. I am I am back with my word police thought of the day. Here's the thing. Work-life balance, totally misleading. I do not believe that you can be balanced in those two places and pursue your passion and, and be good at both of those huge spaces in your life at the same time. I don't believe there's 50-50 in relationships. And, and I do think it's a relationship between your, your personal life and then of course your work life. So unattainable, you're very twisted, but you're, you're saying this is an unattainable notion that has been planted in the minds of associates and organizations, and it's leading people down this path of something that they're never going to achieve. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you, because my my emotions surrounding it, you can you can tell I get just just tangled. Yes, unrealistic. I, I've heard some people trying to change the term. I think you and I talked a little bit about you were helping me to find a different word because, so that I could have an a non emotional conversation about it. But we talked about like harmony, and I don't think that really fits. And so I don't know. You were gonna you were gonna take on. We did maybe the task of kind of doing some research we, around it. Yeah. What, what, we looked what do you think? Some different things. And I think we want to also preface some of this with, this is really focused on 
individuals who've had the benefit and the privilege of being in a leadership position with the flexibility and responsibility of time, right? So this is more focused with individuals that are not in those hourly positions, but more project-based pay where you're working until the project is complete regardless. And some of those words that came up, one was something more familiar or commonly used in language, which is agreement. So work-life agreement. And then a synonym that we found that we both enjoyed was concordance. So offering maybe a lesser used term for something that we're all really striving for and and fluctuating with. So life agreement is where we landed. I like that better than harmony. Oh, there it is. (laughs) That was really loud. (laughs) That was really loud. I'm sorry, but that gong was for yes. Yes. Round one. Ding. That's so good. Agreement. Concordance. Is there concordance between your personal life and your work life. I love that. So how do you determine when you're in need of a realignment for agreement, let's say? So for me, I I use this term a lot. I I don't love it, but it's how I feel. I feel like as a leader with responsibility and as somebody who feels dedicated to that responsibility, I do feel like there's a bit of an electronic leash with the cell phone and the laptop. Mm. And I just feel like to really, for me, if I, if I'm needing to, to, to refine some different avenues, I I need to leave the work phone away. Right. How about for you? Right. And, and I, I, you know what, I, I agree. I think, I think there are times that you, need to be available to your team because there's a project that's being worked on or maybe there's a sensitivity around some situation at work that's not quite resolved yet. And so therefore you are taking that work phone with you and you are being open to that, right? And and here's that agreement piece. So, you know, it's not 50-50, maybe it's 80-20 right now and 80% of what you're really focusing your energy on is resolving this situation. But when it does quiet, when you do have that opportunity to, you know, Friday at this time, turning off my cell phone through the, through the whole weekend, I'm not going to touch my email. You really do need to take that opportunity. So yes, I, that electronic leash, I've heard you use that before. And, and I do think it can feel very, um, I don't want to say constraining, but it, it can feel like you, you can't get away from it at times. So I think that ebb and flow of when projects are are coming to a place of completion and you have a little bit, you can distance yourself just a little bit more to maybe move the agreement Venn diagram to, you know, a bigger shadowed space. I think that that would be And very encourage smart, your associates to do it, especially your project-based associates. If they have a a week or a day where things are calm and there's no um, real urgency, go get a pedicure at four o'clock, please. You know, (laughs) because there's plenty of days when you can't, because you have such high responsibility. So 
I, I think. And I think you have something we wanted to move our, our research piece to the middle because we're going to share a little bit about what the project yes. has developed for our community. So I think you found us a book. I did because, you know, I, I, when I am the word police, I want to make sure that I have allies with me and that I like bring a posse to be able when to say, Hey, air, do let's not come change. in that office saying you want work-life balance. <laughs> Listen, folks, do not oh, Rose is that. not interested. I'm not nope. down for that. But but what we found there's this this great book out there right now that is actually called the work life balance myth right the work life balance myth and it's by David P McNeff the the last name is capital M small C capital N E F F and he does like this really great job to help you kind of sort out the different slices of life and then how to really look at creating what we're calling agreement or concordance, what he's calling, you know, creating boundaries maybe, and even like a, a little more balance. Uh, but it, it is this harmony, excuse me, he does not use balance. Forgive me, David. He uses harmony. And I like that word too, but I don't know. It, I think, I think harmony is too I kumbaya. We take it out of that harmony space. is too kumbaya, yes. and I feel like agreement yes. lends itself to like for example, we could be in agreement today and in disagreement tomorrow. You're constantly ebbing and flowing, mm-hmm. and I think that's what I like about it because, to me, at least that's our that's my current world. It's not going. Oh, I got another, I'm not using my ding. I and that was a little too loud, but that was like you knocked it that. And, Round two, like that was awesome. Yes, I I absolutely agree. Take it, that idea that we move between, you know, agreement, disagreement, but we're always trying to navigate those two and how they intersect. That's where I think it's really at with light, with work and and life. It's it's so we found moving. research to back what we think. I'm sure yes, you we could did. find research yes, we did. To, against what we think, but. Oh boy. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you for, for letting us have this conversation because I really hope that we revolutionize the vocabulary around this and make it more realistic for people because 50, 50. Okay. I'm off my soapbox. I do think it's important though, too, if, if leaders can infuse that, it just manages the expectations because inside of leadership, there is a higher level of responsibility. There's also a higher level of time, freedom, and privilege with that time. So if you value that, that portion of leadership to me is a benefit. I like that. I like being able to dice my time and utilize my time and navigate how I work that fits best for me. Some individuals have difficulty with that. In navigating the time, definitely. I no, want to ding. I love that. Why didn't and you I also ding think. Me? Yeah. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> I should have given you a ding there because it was so good. Like you got it, and I love it instead. Which I'm working I'm, on. We're working, working on. on decreasing that behavior. <laughs> um, I I wanted to add to what you just said, which I thought was brilliant and. Again, you get two for that one because this idea of agreement and concordance. um, And now that we've introduced this idea, we've taken it away from that flowery, harmonious 
word, which is beautiful. His, you know, David McNeff's work is wonderful. And I do think that people should pick that up and read it because it's, it's got some really good strategies in it, but we like a pocket strategy here. And we like, we like a, a, a little kind of micro pocket strategy, an acronym that we can carry with us all the time and that we can apply over this situation. So when you were talking about maybe some strategies for realignment of we've, we've moved our thought from work-life balance to now agreement, right? Work-life agreement. And how do we assess? How do we take a moment and realign, especially now that it's October, we've got so many more family things that are going to be happening, celebrations happening, holidays happening. This is a really great time to take that step and, you know, zoom out and take a look at it. So shall we introduce we our pocket strategy? A reminder that there's 12 Mondays till Christmas. So Ooh, if you thanks a lot, if, JBM. Only if 12. you are if you are celebrating the Christian holiday of Christmas or have events around that, it's that's the marker. And so that's stressful, right? Even hearing that. And then all the media is gonna be like, 12 Mondays till Christmas. You have to do all these things. And it's stressful. So we yes. would encourage some taking a step back and utilizing what we are calling sort. So S O R T sort sort, sort it, out. it out and S O R T this time before it really kind of kicks in full. So the S is going to stand for season, season of the year, season of your life, season of your home environment, and whatever that looks like. And we all know that changes for a variety of reasons. And your health sure, too, yeah. right? When you're talking about your life, your your mental well-being, your mental health, your physical health. Our colleague that we talk about a lot, Dr. Rick Gutierrez, he he does this wonderful thing when you're talking to him about things where um, he'll ask you, is this a season? Is this a trend? Like, what is this? So I really like that that idea of really taking that minute to look at your season, where are you at, what's going on across your entire being, right? And O is for? Overextending. So where is it that maybe we have been overextending ourselves? How do we maybe pull that back into uh, its correct alignment? Um, and then also what's coming up on the horizon that may be opportunities for us to overextend ourselves again. So it's really kind of looking at what we're doing currently, what is on the horizon, and how do we look at making sure that we're not overextending ourselves in one way or another, and that we're really trying to get to agreement. So am I planning those phone calls until seven o'clock at night, but really at six o'clock, I usually am working out and that helps my physical health as well as my mental well-being. How do I prioritize that? What do I do? How can I make it work? So overextending and where, what are these options that are coming up? We've got the S, we've got the Yay! I got one. <laughs> I love it. We've got the S, we've got the O. Give me the R. Responsibility. So what are your mm. non-negotiable responsibilities at work? So with this season coming up, let's say that you are traveling for Thanksgiving. 
and you have a project okay. that is deadline that Wednesday. You both, both have to happen, right? Ouch. Project needs to be done and you need to get on a plane. So assessing that in all of this. Right. And the responsibilities outside of that. So, you know, you have responsibilities to yourself to maintain your mental well-being. You have a responsibility to, you know, look like we talked about those places where you might be overextending the options that are happening there and the responsibilities across your entire life. But really, um, how do we plan around those and make those all fit, the puzzle pieces all fit together? And last but not least, T stands for? Time allocation. How are we going to time this all out? Like like we were just saying with the puzzle pieces, right? How are we going to time it all out so that we can focus where we need to, to get the responsibilities done, to get the deadline met, to have that project done the Wednesday before you hop on a plane, you know, to go celebrate possibly Thanksgiving or whatever that might be. So how, where do we need to spend the time and how do we need to make that shift happen as we're, as we're living it out? And, you know, with sort, so S, season, O, overextending, R, responsibility at work and in your life, and then T, time allocation. I know we've been really looking at how we apply this in this season of the year, being with the holidays, but this can be laid over your life at any time to really just quickly Take an assessment, come back into alignment, make some tweaks where you need to. Do you do you agree, Dr. Miller? Ah, ding ding. Yeah. I agree. Totally, I mean, and you should. Even just taking the time to step back and sort it out. One thing about time. Be realistic. Be realistic. Yes. You cannot yes. cram too much in and then you're latent with something and then you feel guilty because you didn't get it done and you're readjusting, just build in buffers. Don't, I mean, it kind of goes back to the not overextending, but some of us on this podcast, I would say are better with time allocation than others. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) And I will own that. I work and and am working on it constantly because I have problems saying no, right? And I want to do it all and I want to meet that timeline and I want to um, be whatever it is that is being a part of it, right? And you can't it, get it back, is a non-renewable right? resource. I mean, that is my main huge. thing. I feel like when yeah. somebody's giving you your time and thank you to our community who's giving yourselves time by listening to content that you're hopefully enjoying and listening to us this whole time and especially headed into this busy season, whatever it is you're celebrating, whatever holiday or non-holiday, regardless, Mm -hmm. it's the end of the year. It's the end of our year. And that generally means, especially in business, you're budgeting, which wow, that's a lot of time in meetings and presentations. So again, there's, there's all culmination at the end of this and kind of that 90 day push and what you want that to look like. You're also getting bombarded by the health and wellness community for end it strong. And it's like, perhaps we've been going strong. Maybe we need to end it sleeping. I don't know. Whatever you need. 
I love that. I love that. And we want to know, you know, these, this little pocket strategy, you know, how does sort work for you? Sort it out. You know, was there, was there something that when you applied it, it, it really came into alignment for you. And, um, or if there's a letter that you've added to the acronym that helps us to be able to be even more effective to come into agreement in our, in your life concordance, we want to know about us, send us voice memos. We'd love to have you on. Write us and share. That's the best. Okay. Best of luck. Let us know how it goes. Let us know. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts and please visit our website for resources at theproject-biglove.com. Be sure to like, share, rate, and leave a positive review. And if you don't have anything positive, no worries. You can skip that part. As always, questions and stories to share are welcome at theproject.biglove at gmail.com. Now for our legal disclaimer from Dr. Johnston. Best practice for change management is to be sure all parties are informed. Please be sure you discuss with your leaders or supervisors any ideas from our podcast today that you might like to use in your organization before implementing.